Alrighty. Well, it's been a long time, hasn't it? It has been a long time. <laughs> it's been too long. Why were we away for so long? Why was there over a month of a hiatus from your favorite anime team? Has it yeah. actually been more than a month? I think so. Because there's one wow. that I didn't edit yet, honestly. And I don't even, I mean, I'm like, should I even put it out by this point? I thought I would edit it on the plane and then it didn't happen. Yeah, that makes sense. Work very seldomly actually happens on planes, I feel like, just in general. What, uh, um, I was going to say, what is that about? But I guess I won't ask that just in case you do put it out there. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I'll get it done but because it's, it's already in the editing thing. So I'd have to literally delete it to start this one. So I'll edit it, but just I'll, maybe I'll put a little disclaimer. Hey, everyone, this, is, this was supposed to air on this date. Um, <clears throat> but here we are. So, so we took a bit of a hiatus because we were working, um, in another country. Yes. Not Japan, we unfortunately. Not Japan, unfortunately. That would have been, we, we wouldn't have been back. <laughs> we wouldn't have back. There, there's no way. Um, so, but we, we, both of us were basically gone for about a month. And, and now, like, we're just kind of getting back into the swing of things. Like, I think I've been back in the U.S. for, like, two weeks or so. So, like, I'm finally acclimated. I'm finally, like, okay, my my, my, my um, passion project, I can take it on again. <laughs> like, the jet lag is gone. Everything's in order. All the ducks are in a row. So, that that's what happened here. And the kittens. Um, so, and I got a kitten my little otter gosh he's he's a little black cat he's a domestic short hair mix for those of you that might that may mean something to he has a little white patch on his chest and then two other little white patches near his armpits and his genitals that are kind of not really there anymore because he's been spayed and neutered and all that <laughs> r.i.p his children Ooh, wow. too dark too dark <laughs> definitely dark um they could, so, there's so many jokes i could use here there's no light at the end of the tunnel there's <laughs> <laughs> no no kids for you bud no no um no birds and the bees conversation between you and i none of that none of that for this boy he's just gonna be it's it's for the best it <laughs> <laughs> cannot have him be uh just just another nyc street cat story <laughs> yeah exactly um so today i dude i'm still so behind i think i'm honestly gonna watch some stuff when um like after the podcast but i basically got back for a week didn't watch anything and then was like geo i'm gonna try to catch up on spy family and um shield and shield hero didn't happen because I got a cat. <laughs> I got a cat and I, I had I I didn't commit the time. So that's my terrible excuse. Next week I'll be I'll try to catch up on some stuff because I I was going strong. I had a lot of stuff I was watching, 
And now I have literally a month's worth of all of those shows to watch. I guess really it's only like four or five episodes. That's not terrible. We were in Nepal for work, which was super fun. Ali's first time there. My wife is from there. And she's absolutely right. We had zero time to watch anime. We were working constantly. And by the time we got back to our hotels, we were exhausted and just absolutely crashed. Mm. Um, So, yeah, it's been a real struggle for me. I feel so disconnected in a way I think is unprecedented in my life. Like, I don't think that I've ever gone this long without watching so much anime. Uh ever <laughs> literally ever i don't think so this trip it did it feel because you've been there before obviously for work yeah did it, it did it feel different like is or is that like i mean i've only of course like you said been there once but like we were so yeah. busy <laughs> we we're literally doing so many things i mean that part is not so weird for me um I think the thing that really was weird, though, is that like normally I work the night shift while I'm there because um, I would like coordinate with the, the teams here in North America. Um, but I didn't do that. And I was crashing so hard around like 10. Um, so that's wow. definitely new. Like normally I go to bed around like one or two while I was there. Mm-hmm. And between oh, yeah. like 11 and like two, I'd probably like watch stuff while I'm there. But for whatever reason that just like wasn't the case um and i was crashing (laughs) so i don't know i think that was that was um that was the part that was unusual for me are we yeah i feel like i feel like in terms of like anime news and even just like shows and like the pulse on what's been good in the past month and a half i've never felt so disconnected which is kind of refreshing but also not because um it's kind of refreshing because like normally when you're in a season you're um week by week following a story at a certain cadence like everybody else and now we get to go back and look at things as though the season is over and like play catch up on multiple shows, which is exciting because I, I've always felt like watching shows that already have aired multiple episodes is a completely different experience than watching them on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is okay. The, the, the only thing I'll say is um, this could never happen basically this coming fall winter because there's so so many shows that are so good as i think this the the latter half of this year is probably going to be some the best lineup of anime we've seen it questionably as good of a lineup as hyped up as a lineup as we've seen in the last decade that's my that's what i think coming Um, up in the fall yeah in the fall slash winter um, yeah. because Bleach is coming back, My Hero right. is coming back, like, um, you know, Devil's Part-Timer is coming back. Like, there's just so many shows that I think that the anime community has been waiting. Oh, Made in Abyss is coming back. Um, oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, so there's there's quite a lot coming. Um, that's not the full list, but 
those are some of the ones that I'm like particularly excited about that right. are coming back. So uh, yeah, I think I think this this season has been good, and I think there are some real sleepers, but I'm selfishly just excited for that one. Um, I think um, as far as like my past week goes. Yeah, uh, I've been trying to play catch up myself. Um, I do catch up with Spy Family, which I love, and I was really happy because I was watching it, and my wife, who's not yet caught the anime bug, we're working on it so slowly. No, it'll be um, soon. It will. She likes Spy Family, so we watched like the whole first five or six episodes together. Mm. Um, I went back and watched it in the beginning with her and. That was really fun. It's just so silly and just really, really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I did catch up on Shield Hero, um, which, from what I hear, has really let down a lot of fans in season two because it's really slow. Mm. Um, And I get that. I understand it. Um, I've been reading a lot of stuff, trying to play catch up on that. Actually, the the manga is the manhwa and the manga that I was reading prior to going on our trip. I actually continued to read those while I was in Nepal. Those I did have a chance to stay pretty current on. That's um, good. Yeah, I'm reading um, The Beginning Before the End, God of Blackfield, um, uh, Returner's Magic Should Be Special, and Tower of God, obviously, and a couple of other manga that I've always been reading. So um happily that i'm i'm pretty caught up there too you didn't read anything did you read anything or did you just straight up like block like how did i have a chance i'm I'm telling you like and every time because when we were abroad i did try to read bleach and i fell asleep every time (laughs) i'm not kidding and it's not because it's of what i was reading i just was like laying horizontally reading and i was like it's time to sleep yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm I'm very bad. I did I did very bad for the past. I did very month. bad. I did bad, very bad. Um, I'm gonna get it together though. Sorry if you can hear him playing with his like little toys. By the way, no, no, I can't. Um. So earlier this week, mm-hmm. um, I was browsing anime Reddit as I do occasionally. And I'd come across a thread that was just, I don't know. I remember, I think I, I, I think either I called you or we were already talking and I had brought it up, but um, it was a thread about um, whether or not, oh no, sorry. It was a thread about a, an individual who stated that they were, and this is like a trigger warning for anybody who, um, is sensitive around topics of death, but um, uh, um, who is uh, admittedly in the end stages of their life, um, has been diagnosed with like stage four cancer and um, pancreatic cancer to be specific, which is of the more aggressive type, which like there's not really anything you can do. Mm -hmm. And is an anime lover and had, made a request of things that he needed to see before he passed and had given a list of all the things that he had seen 
But his goal was like, I want to spend the rest of my life watching as much anime as possible, which was such a jarring request that I felt so many feelings about um, and really just interesting uh, that like in so many ways, right? Like, I think we can like dissect this a little bit, like somebody's final request being anime, like just to consume that content more than anything. Yeah. I thought was so powerful. And like, also just, I don't know, like a reminder that this community is not all trash <laughs> especially when no. you look at a lot of the responses yeah, um, yeah that people made right like um people were genuinely showing up um i shared it with you did you have a chance to read it yeah yeah so like i was reading some of the things and to your point like a lot of people had really like kind and and gentle and like uh uplifting i i don't know i don't i don't really know how to say it but like really kind things to say and really supportive things to say uh but a lot of the animes they were mentioning i didn't really know Mm. or at least the ones that were like at the top of the thread i didn't really know yeah i think um i think one of the things that (laughs) was rather rather um jarring i think was the suggestion of want to eat your pancreas which is um the name of Um, a beautiful it is a beautiful story um uh aniplex did that i think yeah it's a film um and it's called i want to eat your pancreas and it's beautiful and i do recommend everybody see it but it was really just pancreas and pancreas for me that was so uncomfortable um, that was uh, yeah, but I also loved, um, you know, I love that people were trying to like in their own indirect and totally like straightforward way help him find comfort and like his situation. So they were the theme thematically. They were sort of like, oh, like watch Angel Beats, which is um, a story where everybody in the anime is. I don't want to ruin it, but it's like everyone's dead basically. And and it's like uh-huh. how you process that and accept that and so forth. And so that, mm-hmm. that was interesting. And then, then, then you got like the complete flip of that, which was like Gurren Lagann, which is like this story that people were talking about would like make you feel like you could ex- like fly or blast off and do anything. Uh-huh. Um, not that, not that they were coming from a place of like, you can fight this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which could be kind of triggering, but more of like, you know, you'll feel like you're on fire and like it like go out in a blaze of glory, which is morbid, but also uh again, I think it was trying to like come from the right place. So it was just interesting to see what they recommend. Yeah, like what people would recommend to, as the fi- as the final feelings of life. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, also, is it, is that the way I, I, that's like the way I'm understanding? Yeah. I mean, it's tough, right? Like, uh, ultimately, like, um, what is beautiful about this is that anime is 
a medium of art that like people really do want to consume in like you know important moments of their life and you know even yeah. you know not necessarily it has to be in this particular scenario but like I found it really like powerful that like this is what with the amount of time they had left in their life that they wanted to do you know yeah I mean because they could do truly so many things but to choose to watch anime like it feels like they also had like a really profound connection to anime throughout their life too which is you know I mean which is a big like you said like it's a testament to anime itself and like the community and you know some of like the really great content that comes out of Japan in this way is like yeah I don't know those are those are my thoughts I I like I don't know you know it's it's like odd to talk about death like it's a little bit uncomfortable so like it's a little bit uncomfortable to even think about like what would I recommend to someone knowing so little you know I, I don't know it's like it's it's like weird like, w- would you feel comfortable recommending a show to somebody, I guess, in that situation? Like, would you have, if you were to comment on the host, like, would you? That's what I'm I'm thinking about. And I, and I think I've been thinking about that even as I was reading the thread, too. I was like, this is a big ask. It's not a big ask. That's not what I mean. But it's like, on one hand, I'm like, the people that commented are trying to do something good and like trying to tell someone how to spend the last, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? I'm sure no one did. Then people were really kind, but I don't know. The concept's very weird to me. I agree with you. I think is, you know, it's really challenging <laughs> to figure out how to like respond to that. And I think everybody will have a completely different opinion about this. Some people will say, what's the harm in it? It's the internet. Just send out your idea. There was a guy who I think got a lot of upvotes and like had said something like, hey, listen, like I, my suggestion would be to watch some of your favorite things to bring back a little bit of nostalgia to celebrate your life and maybe even use that as an opportunity to like share the time that you have left with other people. Just make sure that like you mm-hmm. also dedicate some time to reality and like, Yes. Yeah. You know, say goodbye to people and like figure out how you really want to spend the remainder of your days. And, and like, to some degree, like that is a person who's literally telling somebody how to spend the rest of their days. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and it's bold. And, and I think, uh, you know, I, while I'd like to be able to say like, Hey, you, who are, who are, who am I to tell somebody how to do this? I think like that comment, um, and I'm so I'm paraphrasing, right? Like I'm not reading his yeah, verbatim. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I think he said it in a very like, um, like appropriate way. But um, I, I think like reading that comment in particular is something I don't know I would have the guts to say, but I think it was probably the most important comment there. That's uh, true, if I yeah. really wanted to give somebody advice near the end of their life, like, I would probably want to give them that advice. Um, and and them being a stranger, I think, makes it even harder because it's like, I have no idea what this person's situation is, but I still think it was really good advice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then on the flip side, also, and this is, this is like 100% my ego. Like, 
could not be anything other. I mean, like maybe, but like it's predominantly my ego. Um, that the fact that there are probably people in this thread who've watched maybe 10 to 30 series in their life and mm-hmm. are like making a suggestion to somebody who, who I, um, and the post has been deleted by the original author, although I think that person is still responding to people, but um, uh, um, seemingly that person had watched a lot of stuff like I, yeah. I also feel a responsibility to step in and be like, hey, listen, yeah, um, um, this person yeah, is yeah, giving yeah. suggestions to you from a very small perspective of their consumption of anime. And not that, that their ideas aren't good ones, but like there are there are people on the Internet who watched a stupid amount of anime who like could probably make a wider range of suggestion that's like well thought. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, no, um, I do. And I think, I, I think. Like, what too, if someone like, suggests somebody, what if somebody suggests something that's actual trash and like, yeah, you know, that's the and thing. Like, that I, yeah. And like, it's the internet. So like, I bet at the bottom, if I scrolled all the way down to the thread, I would see people that are commenting like animes as a joke, you know, like, we. oh my God, this cat. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, there's also a world where even the person who posted this is just trying to get attention or like what, like, I, 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 that's not even something that crossed my mind. That's something that people were saying, like, oh, like, believe everything you see on the internet. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. Oh you know, I, I'm yeah. just going to take this for face value. Like, this is, this would be quite a story to control, contra- like, regardless. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think, like, you know, the, the, the way that I see it is like if somebody has 12 different options of a particular route to go by and some of and like they want to see beautiful green greenery before they pass. And, you know, somebody's gone to two out of those 10 options and says, hey, I really recommend this left one because I've gone I've gone to two and that was the better one. It's like I feel like I would rather hear from somebody who went to all 10, especially if I don't have time yeah. to go to all 10. Yeah, like that's the way I view it in my head. So yeah, and the thing is too, like this person did ask. Yeah, they literally asked. So so that's the thing where it's like that. I'm I'm contradicting myself too. I'm just more so like saying all the perspectives I'm thinking in like this. On one hand, I'm feeling uncomfortable for people that are you know like feel that they can you know dictate this life to your point and you know maybe they're well read maybe they're not Uh, but at the same time like this person did ask and it has a lot of comments and so like in a way it's like it's kind of really beautiful that these these many people are like trying to help and like trying to like put their hat in or pitch in and, and offer something to the conversation like I think that is also something that's a, a certain perspective on it too yeah absolutely i agree with you i agree and, with you. yeah and i think like you have the right thought like i would not feel comfortable commenting on it because like what would i really say i'm like there's no i wouldn't know what to say besides i'm so sorry like what you know but to you how who's watched like over you know 300 400 anime like you you are well well read and you might you know even based on what they say you might be able to kind of gauge like who they are and and what kind of stuff they like and 
I just, in a weird way, and and like, because I, I was thinking about this, like I'm, I struggle to, um, I, I don't know, I put like unnecessary pressure on myself, even talking to a random person on the street to make recommendations. Because here's the thing, like, so there are people I've talked to who are like, oh my God, you watched a ton, like, what should I watch? And it's really like, truly a throw out question. Like if I had said one thing, they just like go, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll consider mm-hmm. it. It's like, they don't actually care about my answer. No. <laughs> like, like, like they're, they're just like, do, oh, like, yeah, they probably do like a little don't. bit, but like, like they're not going to go home and watch it. So yeah. uh, th- to, to me, like that question is not too dissimilar from like being in a work environment and walking past somebody going like, hey, how are you? And like, <laughs> no, no, but really it's like, yes, do you actually like, want to know how I am? Like, if it's yeah. not, like, don't ask, just say hello. Like, it'd be, pop- yeah. like, be, be, be positive. But if you like actually sit there and say, hey, who are you? And I stop and I go, you know what? This is what's going on in my life. And if you look at me like I'm absolutely crazy for truly answering it, then like, don't ask the question. So yeah. anyways, I sometimes get frustrated with that because it's like, I, there are people who genuinely do care and then the people who don't give a crap. And I feel like I've just wasted my entire time just talking to this person. So then on the flip side, people who do care, it's like, I like to actually understand the things that they enjoy so that I can make a good recommendation and not just say like, well, my top 10 are this because ultimately, like if you're coming to me for advice, what I like doesn't matter. (laughs) like yeah at least that's my take on this it's like there are things that I enjoy because I enjoy them but ultimately if I'm going to make a suggestion I'd want to know about you so I sometimes don't intend like intentionally because of this conundrum like don't even offer people a real answer I just throw something out there and try to see what their reaction is and if they start asking questions I'm like okay you actually gave a shit so I'll give you the time of day Mm -hmm. but with this like if there was ever a time (laughs) Where, like, I should just do that. Um, You know, I would, but also, like, because it's a Reddit thread, if I start asking questions around, like, hey, you know, what are some of the things that you've watched? What are some of the things? Why did you enjoy them? What are some of the things outside of anime that you like? Uh, What kind of feeling are you going for right now? You know, are you looking Mm -hmm. to be, like, do you want to be inspired? Do you want to be, like, what? And and that's oh really these are hard questions to ask somebody who's in the late like last stages of their life you know yes yeah uh, it's like there's ways I could make recommendations without that but um, I don't know I feel like particularly with somebody like this to just throw out a title which I think it's a lot of people it. just do is like I don't know like not that it's disrespectful because it's the internet you can do whatever the fuck it's you want but like, it's yeah yeah. You know, I think so. So I don't know. Maybe we're making a huge deal out of something that's not so serious. But this is a <laughs> this is a person's life. Like this is the person. Yeah. You know? I think like you know. I mean, we're we're both like really empathetic human beings, and and like I think the reason we wanted to talk about this is because it's so serious. Like, could you? I can't imagine you know, being in that person's position, I can't imagine, like, I, I just, I just can't even, you know, like, and the choice to be like, it's gotta be anime. Like, I, I don't know, yeah. like, it, it's such a, it's such a, 
like hard to describe, you know, kind of like conversation piece for us, but we, we take it seriously. Right. You know, I think we do take that seriously because like we take anime pretty seriously and not, we joke a lot, Yeah. but I think I, that's I've actually why. seen, um, uh, this is something else that I was thinking about. I've seen a couple of, um, stories of, um, like make a wish type organizations in other countries. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen a make a wish story uh, specifically, but like make a wish kind of stories for kids or, you know, people who are nearing the end of their life who make a request to their favorite mangaka or, you know, anime director or whatever to reveal like, you know, something that's to come or, or whatever. Right. And like, Mm -hmm some beautiful stories around authors and mangaka like reaching out to them and like either creating like a very special drawing that's just for them like in the universe of like a version of them in the universe like with the characters or like you know I think Aisha Oda who's the uh, creator of One Piece the mangaka and author of One Piece like had spoken to a kid and like told him the ending because he was like I'm never gonna get to see the end of One Piece and like ultimately when the first time I read this thread that was the first thing I thought about I was like holy crap there are so many amazing series that are uh and not to be sensitive to the individual we're referring to but there's so many series that this person may not get to see the end of right yeah and like the first thing I thought of was who if I could go reach out to somebody Oh, and like be like, I'm nearing the end of my life. Here's proof of it. Would you be willing to tell me X, Y, and Z thing? What would that X, Y, and Z thing be? And for which story would I want to know it? Um, and you know, ultimately, I'm not even sure that the authors themselves always will know the answers to those questions yeah. because yeah. they figure it out as they go, or maybe maybe they don't. I don't really know. I can't pretend to speak for the. <laughs> the brains behind some of these stories but uh yeah I feel like I feel like I did I decided that um with um to give myself the best chance possible I just reach out to all of them instead of picking <laughs> one I was like what if they don't respond yeah you know, like I might as well shoot like if all of them respond great if, if a few of them respond great you know um but yeah, I would, that was, that was, ironically, that was like the first thing that I thought about more than like, gosh, what would I want to watch? It was like, oh no, there are stories I need to know the answers for. So yeah, you, you, with the final days of your life, make a full blown campaign to find out the end of I would. all of your I favorite manga and I 100% anime. would. I 100% yeah. would. I would dedicate at least 30% of my time to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. So, I can't even, I like I don't even want to imagine it. Like, I mean, I, it's a yeah. it's a tough position to put yourself it, in. It's like, tough. Yeah. Um, it's very dark. I almost wish I almost wish like, you know, it, it's it's so dark and I'm like I, I don't know. I'm like I almost wish like if you would like what am I trying to say? But I'm like, what is the anime that I would tell someone to watch? Like, if they want to go ask out their crush or something. 
like, I don't know. <laughs> my, my way of avoiding thinking about death right now is being like, oh, it's, it's like, this is, is like thinking about something else. I don't know. It's so hard. I just can't imagine. I feel so bad for this person because even, even when you decide, what if you don't like it? Yeah, see, that's like, that, that's exactly why I was saying that I feel a responsibility because there are suggestions in there where, like, me personally, I would never watch them if mm-hmm. I had, I don't know, 30 days to live. I wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole. I wouldn't waste my time. And it's like, all right. Um, but at the same time, again, that's my preference, right? Like, yeah. I would probably go for depth of emotion than I would for like I don't know smoke and mirrors mm-hmm. uh shock and awe uh, or maybe or maybe it depends on the day maybe sometimes it would want shock and awe I don't know but you know I think I think I'd probably go back to my roots of like my favorite stories that like made me who I am I don't know this is a yeah. it's a dark it's a dark place to be dark now a, a, a quick anecdote to slightly change up the the tone of the conversation though yeah Um, yeah. on the on the asking out front which is (laughs) um you know one of the things that i think is particularly interesting um when you actually like really start to study various asian cultures including the japanese and even the chinese and um and so forth like um not that the chinese and japanese are even remotely the same culture but but just in general um for various societal and historical reasons men tend to be less forward with women from my experience so much so that one of the reasons that love stories tend to be so successful is because they're so um what is the word that i'm looking for um uh, like uh, fantasy like no 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 like they're they're so i was gonna say like fed up but that's not the right word fed up isn't the right frustrated oh similar to that oh god what is the word i can't think of it um like they're so denied they're so denied from these scenarios like these circumstances thirsty i guess thirsty is one way to say it um but I, oh like oppressed like sorry oh. repressed. repressed repressed yeah yeah yes. you repressed like and and like this is just like like men are so timid and shy that like that there, there's this craving for men in Japan to ask people out and be romantic and to do the things they see in anime and in K dramas and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and like that timidness and that shyness frustrates a lot of women. Um, yeah. And one of the reasons why I my this is again this is my experience from having been in Japan. From watching a lot of videos on society in Japan, from reading a lot of stories and and so forth, is that one of the reasons why foreigners tend to be um, 
looked at as attractive more and more these days, and also even like when you're in Japan, is because foreign men, <laughs> as I'm sure you know already yourself, Ali, like I'm like no filter. They like they don't care. They'll go after anything. So they're super yeah. forward. They're like the complete opposite of that, and are like very willing to take risks and ask people out in a way that maybe like the average Japanese citizen. And again, I'm grossly generalizing here, but mm. like stereotypically are like much more shy and timid and like, yeah. Yeah. So what anime would you pick? <laughs> oh, I, I guess I was just saying that like, it's ironic we were talking about that. Like, because I think if you're like, when you watch, like when you watch anime, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. scenes that like encourage or that like show people asking people out it's usually girls bowing and handing a love letter to a boy ah uh, uh-huh uh-huh where like girls are initiating and like boys like seldomly accepting and like never really the other way around and if it is um I don't know, like, sometimes that's, like, the villain arc story of, like, why somebody, like, why a guy becomes evil because they were denied at the beginning of the show, or, like, whatever, right? But the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the point being is, like, you don't see a lot of those. Um, uh, now, of course, I'm also completely ignoring the romance genre. <laughs> There's obviously, like, a romance genre where, like, what I'm yeah. saying is not the truth. But uh -huh. but the romance genre, in many ways, like what I'm trying to get at is a fantasy. It is a romanticized, yeah, yeah. not slice of life rep uh, representation of life in society, uh, society in Japan. Slice mm -hmm. of life being the genre that is literally like supposed to be like what everyday society is. Um, and so uh -huh. like because of that, like, you know, a lot of those romance movies are so romanticized and they feel so fan fantastical that they almost I, I would assume don't feel very instructional right uh-huh like, yeah know, so I guess I guess uh, my suggestion would be shows that give you confidence that like make you I was feel about like you to say I was just thinking that because I was like I guess like what something I thought of was like a show like a uh, certain episodes of like My Hero Academia where I'm like yeah, we can do anything. Like, oh, yeah. just walk up to her and and you're all might and just do it. Like, I don't know. Like, so oh. to your point, I'm like, I, I was like thinking about confidence. When I posed that question, that was what was going through my head too. So the thing, the thing that's really kind of funny about that is like, um, I think we take for granted some of the little bites and sound bites that we get from like um commercials or like love stories or things that we just get from like Japanese society in general that make it back overseas over here to the US. Uh -huh. But like the the anime culture in Japan, you will like it's so interesting because like on one hand it's everywhere. On another hand, there's a little bit of shame, I think, in being like a very, very public anime fan where you take on like wearing the costumes of your favorite characters in public in a way that it is so not in America right now. 
I was about to say, really? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think think that people are, I mean, people are definitely closeted anime fans there. I I think that um, that it's not too dissimilar from when anime started getting popular here in the U.S. and there were the people were kind of frowned upon um for liking Wait, it I'm, i think i'm so shocked yeah no no I, I'm, in japan i'm talking about in japan i'm talking about real shame associated with with like or, or embarrassment with like like wearing a hokage jacket down the street now, yeah. now I, I think it might be a little different when it's like a name foreigner brand like Gucci and it's like Michael B. Jordan's Naruto collection. But uh-huh. I think an element of what makes that okay is because there's the cool flair of it being a foreign luxury brand. But ultimately, like within society, because because in, in Japanese society, like, you know, society isn't about the individual. It's, it's about the it's about the group. It's about the community as a large and. You know, you don't want to become a nuisance to the community at large and you don't want to be loud, so to speak. And I and I don't mean that necessarily in your vocal volume. I just mean mm-hmm. you don't want to be a loud object navigating space. You don't want to and be so, loud. Like, exactly. And so people who are wearing costumes and like anime stuff may be considered loud. And so that's that's really more of where it's about than it than it is like, oh, you like that? You're weird. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, I understand. I mean, yeah. I think it's a combination of both, though. Like, particularly in women, because some some girls, like I've seen so many interviews on YouTube where girls are like, "Oh, I don't like anime. This is like super weird." Yeah, like no, nobody really likes that. And then there are others who are like totally own it. They're like, "Yeah, I love One Piece. Like, I read One Piece all the time." Mm. And I think it's. I think again, when you listen to and you when you look at what women read and watch in Jap- Japan, it's super different. Like. Remember we were talking about um uh oh gosh, what is the name of that anime where they go back into the past? Um Takamichi is the main character. You were oh, reading Tokyo it. Avengers. Tokyo, Tokyo Avengers. Avengers. Like ladies made that happen. They made Tokyo mm-hmm. Avengers the it manga in Japan. Because yes. it was like 75% women. Mm-hmm. So and then we, we we talked about it on this podcast where it was like, oh, they're the bad boys, and you know, like they're the gangsters, like Everyone they're the picks bad boys. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And 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 yet, if somebody dressed like that in Japan, they would be like scum on earth. Like they would be the cockroaches of society. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's like a cosplay place where like everybody's there to do it. But yeah. that's kind of what like what I'm referring to and like, yeah, so I think it's, I think it's a complex uh, situation, but all of this is to say, you will find videos of men (laughs) wearing like, holding a kunai with a Naruto headband or like, I don't know, like something of one piece or something where they totally own it. But when you look at their body language and you look at them, you're like, you're not a confident individual. And that Uh thing you're holding, that thing you're wearing is giving 80 you 80% of the confidence that you currently have. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell that by mm-hmm. just looking at them and also yeah. their room, like, you know, like they're yes. total nerds and it's like, Hey, this is beautiful. And I'm not coming for them. 
Like, no, no. Because I support it, and I'm, I'm like, I think it's great that anime is able to give people confidence. But to your point, like, it was probably Naruto or One Piece or, or like something that they're reading that literally makes them feel like their soul is on fire, and that could be the reason they go ask a girl out. Yeah. I don't think a, sh- an, a movie like Kimi no Wa propelled somebody to be like, that's it. No. <laughs> Wait, you think so? Or you think no? I think maybe for women and for maybe. like very sympathetic, I'm sorry, empathetic men. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know that like, I mean, maybe, maybe. It did. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I also, I mean, I do, I do, I do theoretically because theoretically you're watching this and you're going, if I don't take that shot and get to know this person or whatever, like, what if this is my, you know, like, it's a lot of that, of like fate. You know, and like that. really, you know, it'd be really funny to do. What? We should look at, um, we should look at the marriage rate. And the <gasps> birth rates in Japan after Kimi no Wa came out, like nine months or like a year after, and see if there was a spike that year, the following I year. So interested to know. I, I, I because, so interested. because Kimi no Wa was one of the most popular, like people went to go see that thing. I think I told you this. There was somebody who had seen it 28 times in the theater, mm-hmm. which is way too much but <laughs> uh, not that it's not money. great i've seen it like yeah. i've seen it like six times myself but going to see the theaters 28 times is actually obsessive in fact um did i ever tell you this that the, the creator of Kimura, the director came out and was like listen i'm so glad you guys love it but like don't go see it that much that's not healthy did you see that oh yeah you did you did he yeah. did say that he did say that yeah so i mean this that would be really interesting to see, don't you think? We should, we should look it up. We should look it up. We'll we'll report back on that because I I yeah. want to know. Yeah, I'm curious too. Yeah, I don't know. Like I I at least I, like I really think like I don't know. Like I guess I I think some of the times where I felt the most fired up that I could do anything, just period, as like a whole, was like watching certain episodes of like My Hero Academia. That's the first yeah. one I think of. Oh, I agree with you. I think that show just phenomenal. That was firing me up. I totally agree. And you know what? No, no, go ahead. You first. You first. Uh, no, just to add to your point, like when I went to Anime NYC, which was honestly like one of the best experiences. We're going again this year. I'm so excited. It was like, like to your like it. It's nerds in their prime in the best way. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, no one cares. No one's judgmental. No one's looking at you, but like looking at you to, I don't know how to say it. Like everyone's looking, but no one's looking. Yeah. And if oh they're looking, God. it's not coming from a place of judgment, but like, oh, what are you, what are you about? Me too. Yes. That's awesome. You look great. Like, I, yeah, I really, I could have approached, I think anybody in that entire convention center and had a conversation or at least said hi and they it, it felt like i wasn't in new york city yeah i was like sense. this is in new york city everyone's just nice here and and like oh my god we met this one guy who was Yu-Gi-Oh, and he was just like <laughs> like it was it was like a good bad cosplay you know what i mean like all the pieces were there but everything was 
like not everything was like made by like this teenage boy like in, in essence I don't know like I don't know how to say it like probably what I'm saying sounds offensive but like you know what I'm like just think of a teenage boy making something but it, he's an adult and then it was this it was just and he was out there with like the the card thing that I think fit him in like grade school yeah on his I thought arm. Had the same dual disc Oh, the dual disc. Yeah. Like ready to go. And I was like, you're my fucking hero. Like, I love you. He was confident as could be. And I was like, you couldn't do this almost anywhere else or else people would be so mean to you. Well, yeah, two things that I'll say. Um, I believe it was Stanford. It might have been Harvard, but I believe it was Stanford. Actually, might have not been either of them. It was, it was one of the prestigious, prominent um, institutions of medical research out there. Could have been the Mayo Clinic. I don't remember. But somebody did a study that proved that if you stand in a superhero stance with your arms at your waist, like you're standing up like Superman for, I believe it was 30 seconds, it like verifiably improves your confidence for the day, like in a measurable proven way. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that study just proves that putting ourselves in the body of our heroes, literally has a direct impact in our confidence. That's a fact. That just warms my heart. That just warms my stinking little heart. Like, yeah. Yeah, it fucking does. It does. It's so sweet. My wife went on a job interview today, and I actually, we forgot to do it, but I told her last night, I said, we're going to do the superhero pose for 30 minutes. I'll do it with you so you don't feel like you're, you don't feel like an idiot, but like it actually works. It literally works. Yeah. So, so that was the first thing I was going to say. The second thing I was going to say was that Japan has the oldest average citizen out of any country on the planet. Oh, wow. Um, It's the, it's the, it's an aging country and it is proof that their birth rate is lower per capita than any other country on the planet. So if we're looking for proof as to what I was saying earlier, (laughs) that men are just straight up timid and not getting married and, you know, not asking people out and having babies. Uh, the proof is in economic in the pudding, data yeah. surrounding like the age of, of the average citizen of Japan uh, and the fact that their birth rate is so low. Oh, interesting. Yeah. In fact, I believe that their government had a debate on the number of uh, foreign citizens they allow into the country because it's historically been pretty conservative. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, I don't know, France or America, obviously, is this golden standard for, and uh, which is ironic considering how many problems we have in our country. But uh, right, we're kind right. of the gold standard of like diversity on in the world, and like Japan is not exactly known for being so welcoming to foreigners to just move there permanently forever. But mm-hmm. I think that like one of the contributing factors for increasing the amount of visas that they have, this is obviously before COVID, was the declining birth rate. Like they will be in trouble if they don't, their economy will absolutely in the future crash if they don't start having babies more. 
they won't have workers. They won't have people to fill in the jobs that people are retiring out of. So right. this is an actual economic crisis for their country. And fascinating to me. that led to a change in policy and bringing in more foreigners to allow them to live in the country and hopefully populate <laughs> the population a little bit more. Uh, yeah. So. Huh. Anyways, I meant to say that earlier before we started talking about superhero poses. That's all right. Wait, we're, we jump around. We jump around here. We do. That's fascinating. I can't. It's like it's so. Like, I don't know. I feel like since the moment I can remember things, I was like, I have a crush on someone. I want to get married. I want to do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so like a part of like, like, I feel like love, romance, like uh, partnering up in any way, shape or form, especially romantically. I feel like it's just like a part of life's experience. Like, that's just a check mark on life's experience. I think to some degree that's fair, but also like, well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying that's true. I'm saying that's yeah. Like to your, like I was, I'm, I feel like I was encouraged. Like, I feel like that was part of the things I was watching, the people I was talking to, the adults I was around. Like, I'm not saying that, that, that is the standard, but I'm just saying like, that's how I I think it is. I think it is in America. I think it is in the Western world. I think we're raised. Again, this is this goes back to my argument earlier about how the West is trained for individualism and the and the East is trained more for, for society in general. Mm. We are encouraged to explore our our um, individual pursuits. Um, it's it's considered cute to explore those things and to be vulnerable in that way and to have a crush and to do those things. But like like if a little kid in America walked up to another little kid in preschool and they kiss. Like their parents would be like, oh my God, like, you know, like they would, they'd be like, that's so cute. You know, they're silly. But like PDA is so frowned upon in other countries. Uh Uh-huh. Like, and so like they're almost, it's almost like trained out of them to do a lot of those things. And the other thing is, is like, you know, to put yourself out there and be able to recover and like do all these things on your own, you got to like be a certain kind of a person. And ultimately like, Think about like we're trained to get kicked out at 18 and like go be our own person. Like we know that's coming. Yeah. And like there's a certain psychological survival mindset that we have that gives us the ability to recover from anything and fail and try again and try again and try again. And that concept is clearly lacking in other countries. It's it's Mm -hmm. not so frowned upon, it's not so supportive to like go out there and fail. Um, and like do it again and get up and do it again. I think that's one of the things people like about America in general is that we support that kind of a mindset. But like, I think that also leads to timidness in other cultures. Like success is the only thing that's okay. You know, like the pressures that they have and like taking risks and being explosive is not supported. So I think, I think those things give us blind confidence in a way that like is not cultivated in people in other countries that's that's my what's so interesting like just you know to add on with what you're saying a quick story so i was um traveling in south korea for a little bit as well in our month and some change that we weren't here and i stayed at a hostel and i got to meet a lot of people from truly like all over uh mostly europe 
I met a lot of like European people and American people. Um, and I was friends with this one girl who is half Korean and half German, but she grew up, I believe in Germany. And, um, she, we were just, you know, chatting. We were like strolling around with our group and we were chatting and she's like, Oh, I told her, you know, I'm an actor. And she was saying like, Oh, you know, like I always thought that I would do something artistic. And I always, you know, thought that I could do this or that and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I think it's so cool that you're just going for it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like if I don't try, that's the worst crime I could do to myself. It's like, if I just don't try, like, then I'll never know. And I'll spend my whole life wondering, and that will be my failure. If I decide not to try is my mindset, you know, like with almost anything I do, I'm like, if I don't try, I am basically certifying, uh, certifying failure. Is that, is that the right term? I'm guaranteeing failure if yeah. I don't. Absolutely. And, and like, she, it, it, I just got a, sort of a sense to what you were saying of like, she was like, oh, I did something, you know, a little bit safer. And like, I always thought I could paint, I could do this. And she was like, but you know, my, my interest changed so much. So I, I, you know, I don't know. It was kind of just like wishy-washy and, and she's, she's a little bit older than me. And I was just kind of like, damn, like you can do anything. Like you can literally do anything. I was like, you could start today and do exactly what you want to do and just try. You, you go go down the failure route there for a moment because this is where I think we differ, right? You're uh, right. You're 100% right. And that is an American idealism of what you're talking about. That is a right. very American product to be able yeah. to think in the way that you do. Uh, for many reasons, obviously, America being one of the places that you can find the quickest ladder to economic, like, right. you know, generational wealth change, like, overnight like like the rate at which it happens here is unlike literally anywhere else on the planet right you know a lot of people to even make like fifty thousand dollars a year have to work for 10 years before they get there right so like there's reasons for this but but ultimately like here's the this is my perception of the difference if you failed ali like even if your parents were not supportive which i happen to personally know that they are but even if you weren't and they were forbade you from doing it you live on your own you're completely, yeah. you would, you would just do it anyway. You yeah. have a personality for that. You also have like the individual mindset where, you know, you would be okay. Even if your parents weren't okay with it. Mm-hmm. And even if you failed, you would still be okay because you could get a job. And mm-hmm. ultimately, I don't think that's the same way for other people. I don't think they think that way. Mm-hmm. I think that because their community, whether it's their family or their extended family or whatever, because they may forbade it and look frowned upon to them, especially if they don't succeed, that the risk isn't even worth the stress on their body because they can't imagine failing all out there, all on their own. That's an amazing point. That's an amazing point. Yeah. And some of them live with their family, right? Like, Especially mm-hmm. when you start talking about like more South Asian cultures where like they never leave their family home. Yeah. Uh, and that is even more the case where their whole ability to survive is dependent upon the family. They still have to follow their rules when they live there. They Like they, you know, they they're literally have their parents in their ear all the time about every decision. They can't fail. They must succeed. And so that's like literally the opposite mindset that you and I have. 
Yeah. If my mom was ever like, you can't do this, I'd be like, I'm gone, which is actually what happened. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. literally did that. I, was, I went to the complete opposite side of the US and she was like, oh, go to school here in Los Angeles and live at home. I'm like, no, I'm going to not live at home and I'm going to go to the other side of the country and I'm going to go to school I want to go to. I like, literally did the opposite. Let's be very that's, clear. That's not the only time that your mother has said, oh, like do this. And you were like, nope, I'm doing that. Like, that's not yeah. the only time. <laughs> but yes, but yes. But yeah, all I'm saying is that that is that kind of thing where like make it on your own, no matter what people say, you can fail and pick yourself back up and do whatever you want. And you can be anything like, I really don't think that that is a present thing. Uh, uh, it's stuff. And quite frankly, it's those messages that I see in anime, by the way, that uh-huh. I don't really see a whole lot here, which is so ironic. <laughs> when you look at shonen as a genre from an anime perspective, and then you look yeah, at like yeah. what the equivalent of like that is in the US. I have never watched something on US television that has hyped me up as my hero has. No. I mean, <laughs> like, no. I'm, I've I'm never really been like, I can do think. it. <laughs> You know? I'm really trying like to even like even with Avengers, like even with Avengers, I'm like, yeah, they did it. But I, I've never been like, yeah, I could do it too. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm never like weed and boys when I'm watching the Avengers. I'm like, you them boys. Like, yeah, I'm exactly. so proud of you. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's- <laughs> Right. But when I watch My Hero, I'm like, let's go my class 1A. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> let's go my classmates. <laughs> 100%. It makes you feel like yeah. you can do anything. But ultimately, I think that's why anime has such an important role in society there, because I think those are some of the messages that resonate with society. I think those are the reasons why people lean on anime to give them confidence to asking people out there. We went full circle. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, ultimately, I think. That those are some of the reasons I resonate a lot with anime because, um, yeah, I I fuck with that message. <laughs> Heavy. So. Yeah. Well, I think Listen, we're at time. I was about to say we're at time. This is this has been a what what a whirlwind we went on. We we went really all over the world. Literally, we went around the world, and in about. this podcast we theoretically metaphorically went all around the world that's very true <laughs> geo you know it's always a pleasure i thank you very much for your knowledge for your time for your warm wonderful attitude <laughs> I don't this is always so, this is always fun i'm it's not this is like the least stressful thing i do all week Mm-hmm. So it's I, I a fashion project, yeah, and we have a new logo. I'm debuting oh, a new do. logo with this episode. Yes. So, yay, new logo! Let's do it. All right. If you have anything we should watch, like maybe the whole last month of every weekly airing anime, um, or anything you want us to read, anything you want us to talk about. Um, please feel free to reach out. You can find me on my anime list at a green queen. Yeah. And I'm a binge monster. And I was just going to ask, can they comment like on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or wherever? Like, are they able to comment? I'm a newbie and I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can like rate our podcast. 
I mean, you can always email us too. We're just um, our anime show at gmail.com. That's always an option. Um, I'm trying to maybe potentially get like an Instagram TikTok thing going where like I post like maybe sound bites from us. That could be yeah. another way that we engage with people. Um, so yeah, soon to be many streams. I'm going to check on the commenting on Spotify. I feel like you can. Like, I feel like just rating the podcast isn't the only thing that you can do on it. I don't know, though. I'm not positive. Okay. We'll figure it out and we'll report back. (laughs) All right, folks. Thanks a lot. See you next time. Next time.